Hey, welcome back. This is Terry Jordan Adams of Sued by the Debt Collector, suedbythedebtcollector.com. What we're going to do today is we're going to cover some more FAQs, some more frequently asked questions because we always have questions and that's a good thing. Anyway, but before we get into that, I just kind of want to share um, kind of some of the focuses I've had in my life. What I've decided to do is create some five pillars, five, five pillars for myself. And what those pillars look like is these pillars are designed to make improvements in my life. Um, maybe get reorganized or better organized, making sure that I'm building relationships and maintaining relationships, working on my health, um, faith, and, you know, working on um, the business, you know, so that I can create a bigger impact for the community. So, um, really quickly, if I can encourage you, come up with five pillars that maybe you can work on every day. Because what I realize is small steps make big impact. You know, the golfer doesn't need to make a power swing in order for it to go far. All he has to do is just adjust his swing, you know, millimeters and it causes a bigger arch when it goes to go hit get into the uh, hole so it didn't mean that he needed to add more power just a small adjustment to create a bigger arch so i encourage you to do the same thing and watch how your small contribution daily will begin to better your life and make changes increase um, everything from maybe weight loss um, just making small changes, you know, drinking more water, less Starbucks, <laughs> if you will. Anyway, so um, I just kind of wanted to share that's one of the things that I've been working on, and I encourage you to do the same. But without further ado, let's get into these FAQs. So Jade says uh, or asks, original creditors versus debt buyers, is the process the same when you respond to the lawsuit yes the answer is yes the process is the same when you respond to the lawsuit because once you get sued it doesn't matter who it is the lawsuit will tell you first and foremost how many um, days you have to respond before you get a default judgment Okay, you know, we're all about avoiding default judgments over here at Sued by the Debt Collector. So that's the first thing. But one thing that I, I really want to point out is it's not just um, the process from filing to trial, but it's also um, when you're responding to your lawsuit, that's a process also. Um, you, Whether it's the original creditor or whether it is a debt buyer, you still need to um, audit that lawsuit for integrity and accuracy. It doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter who it is. You always need to um, audit it for integrity and accuracy. And why? Because just because they make a claim for something doesn't mean it's 100% true, 100% accurate, okay? And you know how I feel. Um, 
I believe you should always respond to a lawsuit when you've been sued. They put you in the worst case scenario, so you don't want to make it worse. You need to make sure you respond. I'm going to tell you that a million times or every opportunity I get. You always need to respond, even if you are settling or attempting to settle, because they will leave the lawsuit open pending settlement. And if the settlement doesn't work out or, you know, whatever, and they don't close that lawsuit, then you've burned up your time to respond and they're immediately going to file for a default judgment and we want to avoid that. So to answer the question, yes, whether it's the original creditor, and I know you're thinking, oh, well, the original creditors, they have all the records. Yeah, they may have all the records, but did they um, submit supporting information for the claims that they're making in the lawsuit? So integrity and accuracy to avoid a default judgment. Okay, thanks for your question, Jade. Uh, Leon, Leon asks, should I cite laws when I answer? Absolutely. If you have laws available to you, all that does is it, it strengthens your case. So, um, the debt collectors, um, some of them have gotten pretty lazy. And even um, the original creditors are kind of lazy. They'll get the form and they'll just check the boxes. And sometimes those boxes don't have any, any um, laws attached to it, okay? But um, with your rules of evidence, you wanna make sure if, you, you, if at all possible, um, whether you're disputing or denying or admitting, whatever, whatever your process is, in responding to their lawsuit, you do, if it's available to you, want to use the law because what it does is it strengthens your case. Now remember, they have the burden of proof. So by you saying XYZ law states this, they are not in compliance because then not only do they have the burden of proof, but then they have to respond to the claim that you're making concerning X, Y, and Z. So you you know you want to make sure that you know you use some supporting information if you if it's available. You know, a lot of times people don't, but I give you um, the greatest opportunity for success. So that's my recommendation. Okay, thank you for your question, Leon. Uh, Alexa. Okay, this is a, a two-part question or sort of two-part answer. Um, Alexa says, what is the fastest way to get through the debt collection lawsuit? What is the fastest way to get through the debt collection lawsuit? Well, Alexa, that's a good question. Um, okay, speed is one thing, but your part must be tactical, okay? Ideally, the judge wants to push it through trial within a year. That rarely ever happens. One, if it even makes it to trial, and two, there's always a bottleneck. So, um, unfortunately, the debt collection lawsuit is not a speedy process, you know, but there is times where you will 
be able to get some relief or breaks in between the next action. But um, that was not where I was going. Um, original Predators. Violet with a form. Okay, check the button. They're supporting it. Okay, I already talked about how um, the original Predators, um, they check off the boxes and stuff. But here, here's the thing. With the lawsuit, the thing that needs to be addressed with speed is the amount of time that you have to respond so that you don't get a default judgment. You know, we talk about this. If you're in your our location, it's 30 days. Um, I have another client there in Arizona, and I believe it's 20 days. Um, I want to say Illinois. I could be wrong, but somebody had 10 days. Okay, so that's where speed matters. Okay, but here's the thing: you don't want to answer just to answer quickly. That's not the game. You want to answer quickly, but you want to answer tactically. You want to be tactical in your answer. Because if you just hurry up to get it done just to get it done, then it's going to prolong the process and you're not going to have a chance to take it back. So you want to answer well. You want to create your defenses and you want to um, make sure you're, you know, disputing anything, any inaccuracies. You, you got to. Unfortunately, what it's going to take is you're going to have to set some things aside in your life to get through the process. If you have 30 days, well, that's that's a sufficient amount of time for you to whittle away at the process. But if you're in a state that's, you know, only got 10 days and you didn't reach out sooner than, let's say, you got served and four days have already passed, well, you've only got six days to get through the process. So... You're going to have to set some things aside. You're going to have to close the blinds, turn on the light, close the door, keep everybody out. You're going to have to dig dig in. But you want to be tactical in your answers. Okay. Um, not only that, but there's stages to the lawsuit beginning with them filing. You know, they file um, the lawsuit and then they serve you. Then you answer. Then you serve them. Then the judge um schedules a status conference so so that he can check to see what stage you guys are at in, in the lawsuit you know and then there's the next you know so there's different stages in the lawsuit so it's it's a marathon it's not a race but but the most important thing is you meet your deadlines that's the part where you're going to be hard-pressed on time so um, you want to make sure that you don't lose sight of that okay all right next question alexa thank you for your question um john john says when i answer the lawsuit how do i file it with the court well um when you answer the lawsuit there's there's um there's actually different ways to file it with the court um in in my program if you're you're enrolled in the program um the final module actually walks you through the process of how you get it filed with the court, you know, copies and how you get them served and then proof of service. If the, the module in there actually gives you a step-by-step, -step, it shows you exactly what you need to do. You don't even have to think hard about that. But if you are not um, 
enrolled in the course and I hope you are because if you are then I am feeling really good about your chances of winning I'm just saying just saying anyway um, if you have not enrolled in our program then um, there's different ways that you can file it with the court you can actually go to the court um, you can always check the self-help website and um, it may be a little difficult to sift through some things but it should be there um, then you want to make sure that you have enough copies you need at least three copies and I say three because um, one copy is gonna um, stay with the court one copy you're gonna keep for your files and then the other one they have to get served and you can actually serve them before you can have them served before um, you go to the court but what I like to do is I like to have it stamped that that's just a preference thing that that's probably me being a little OCD <laughs> so um, but either way um, that way you've got a stamped copy at the court you have a copy of a stamp that's stamped and they have a copy but they can always and you can always once the court um, gets the images and everything uploaded on your case then you can always pull a copy if you need to do that um, also um, during COVID uh, our courts were closed I'm sure all the courts were closed and the debt collectors were still filing the lawsuits electronically banking on the um, defendants consumers not to um, respond because they didn't know how but there is a um, email there was an email that uh, people like me could email my response to and it would take about a day or two to get recorded before um, and then it will be posted on the on your case so but you know I don't know if that's every court I don't know if it was because it was COVID the circumstances were different I, I don't know but um, also there's um, companies there's process serving um, not process serving companies there's legal document companies where um, what you do is you can upload it to them you pay for their service and then they submit it electronically on your behalf okay and then you can get a confirmation and everything I know sometimes some of us are really really busy in our lives and so that is an option if in my opinion though if you are up to the wire and uh, it may take them a day or two for them to get it you know electronically uh, filed with the court and if there's any glitch and you don't get it in on time and you know if you're up to the wire just take it in save yourself some anguish <laughs> just save yourself some anguish that's my recommendation so um, thank you for the question John um, next question Nayeli Nayeli says do I still have to appear in court after I submit my answer that is a loaded question it depends on your jurisdiction um, like I said in whose question was it in Alexa's question there's stages to the lawsuit they file it they get you served they um, you respond you serve them then the court they schedule a status conference 
Well, the status conference is the first um, communication that the plaintiff and the defendant has with the um, judge, um, also known as the case management. So the goal is get your answer filed with the court and get them served. Now, the next thing is you have to know what your paperwork says because in different states, it says defend and appear. And so some of them don't give you an immediate option. Some of them say, you know what, get it, get it filed and you have to show up on this date. So you kind of want to be aware of what the different jurisdictions are saying. You know, I, I had spoken to, uh, I want to say somebody in Arizona, um, and they were required to show up. So I think somebody in New York was required to show up too. Anyway, with all of that being said, you have to understand the instructions of the lawsuit. If you don't respond within X amount of days, you could get a default judgment. If you this, that, and the other thing, you need to show up on this day. You have to respond to defend yourself. And in some states, they have what they call a citation. We don't have citations here, but be aware that they do exist depending on your state. So you make, you make sure you read the, the paperwork and the instructions, okay? So that and the deadlines are going to be um, your ticket to staying out of a default judgment. If you don't follow the instructions, if you miss the deadlines, then you're putting yourself in danger. And we don't want you in danger. We want to keep you from hurt, harm, and danger. Um, Oh, uh, I, um, that's it for my FAQs, but I am working on um, getting a process server because what I'd like to do is I would like to interview um, process server and I want to ask questions and I want him to tell us what the process is and I want to talk about what sewer service is. I want to talk about ethical serving you know that kind of thing not just throwing it on somebody's step and calling oh yeah they've been served you know it was it was kind of crazy when um, I was served um, with one of mine and they filed it they said um, they put on the paperwork that um, it was a black guy and a white woman <laughs> sorry I'm not white <laughs> but so that particular um, process server lied but so I'm working on getting a process server to see um, if we can maybe get some good intel for, you know, what's right and what's wrong. But anyway, so this is Terry Jordan Adams of Sued by the Deck Collector, SuedbyTheDeckCollector.com. If you have been sued by the Deck Collector and you need help but don't know where to begin, visit us at Sued by the Deck Collector. My card's crazy. Visit us at SuedbyTheDeckCollector.com. And if you cannot afford an attorney, um, if an attorney's not in your budget, we got you. <laughs> Make sure you visit us at suedbythedeckcollector.com. And don't forget, get your free case evaluation, okay? What we do in this case evaluation is we talk about what stage your lawsuit is lawsuit is in. We talk about what your options are, and we come up with... Um, um, kind of a strategy for what to do next based on 
what your desired outcome is. So, it, but but you know what? You got to text me, 877-505-0618 and put consult in there and it'll come to me. Make sure you get on the calendar and let's talk about how we can help you to avoid a default judgment and create a strategy for you, okay? Anyway, if you have any questions, if you have any comments, if there's anything you would like me to cover, make sure you drop me a message. Leave it in the comments section, okay? Um, and let's 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 continue to keep rolling, and let's let's keep these resources available for you. All right. Hey, this is Terry Jordan Adams of Sue by the Debt Collector. Let's go, Slayers. See you next time.